don't know what I've been through Let me share my story with you All the things that he brought me through The stormy days and the rainy days You don't know all the tears I've cried The things I've kept bottled up inside Trying my best to be strong Waiting on God Sometimes we just don't know. I don't know what you've been through, and you may not know all that I've been through. Hello, hello, and welcome to the episode six of Being Touched by Mercy and Living on Grace podcast. I am your host, Patrice Butts. And I am thankful, grateful, overjoyed to be with you here on this day that the Lord has made. I got to let you know before we get into the show, you must be in a personal relationship with Christ Jesus to fully grasp these teachings and to live this kind of abundant life. You must accept my Lord and my Savior as your personal Savior. You must confess with your mouth and your heart that you need Jesus, that he is your Lord and Savior, that he died on the cross and rose for your sins and mine. And you must, must believe in him with all your mind, your heart, and your soul. And my sister and brother, if you did this, I'm going to see you in heaven. Amen and amen. I shared with you all last week that I would be doing a special broadcast this week because of the month of May. There's Mother's Day and Memorial Day and There's all kind of emotions that we seem to have in this month. We seem to think about the losses, especially mothers and some special people in our lives, some losses that occurred. And even for my family, it would be a year on May the 19th that we found out that our middle daughter, Terenisha, had passed away while finishing up her teaching um, abroad class over there. She was preparing to come back 
to the States and teach in Austin, Texas. But God saw fit to take her home and to rest in the bosom of Jesus Christ. So I just wanted to take a little time and share some of the impact this has had over our lives and all the things um, that we may have gone through in these last few years. And I have two special guests that I am honored to be joining me on this show today. It is my oldest daughter, Tara Alicia Haywood, and my youngest daughter, Taisha Butts. I want y'all to welcome them. They are ready to share what God has given them for this podcast today. I will let them tell you something about themselves, and then we will get started with this precious word of God. Hello, Taisha. Hello, Mom. How you doing today? Good. How are you? Thank you for joining me Thank today. Thank you for allowing me to be on this podcast. I'm so excited. Um, something about me, I'm 19, I'm 20, not 19, I'm 20. <laughs> I'm 20 and I go to Mississippi State University. I'm a biological science major, major with a concentration of pre-medicine. So I plan on going to med school to become a doctor. And yeah. Thank you for sharing that with us, y'all. She got a lot more. I wish she would have sung because y'all know she can sing. And then we have my special daughter, Tara Alicia Haywood. Hey, boo. Hey, mama. How you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. I am so excited. So tell the crowd about my boo thing. Well, I'm Tara Alicia Haywood, a.k.a. Shell. I'm 31 years old, married to a wonderful, amazing husband, Ricky Haywood. We have one little puppy named Carter. I am a graduate of Western Kentucky University with a major in finance and a minor in entrepreneurship. And I'm just glad to be here and glad to give my experiences and coping with the realities of life. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to my honored guests. It's something y'all, 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 y'all better pray for me to have my babies on this show with me and sharing the word of God with them. Taisha said it's like us being back when they were little. We was having Sunday school at the kitchen table. Amen. So the verse that I had y'all to look at is Psalms 34 and 17 and 19. And this 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 whole chapter, when you think about it, is a song of praise about the deliverance and the mighty acts of God, not only for David, but the people he was with, and even for us, that it's, it's a time that when we're going through some things that we can give God the highest praise, we can give him that hallelujah, we can give him that thank you, Jesus. So I just thank David for for writing this psalm to encourage me when I have my hard days and my dark days. So from these verses, Psalms 34, 17 through 19, what I've taken from this and and the overall psalm that David wrote, Psalm 34 in its entirety, was that we have to remember that through our our trials and our tribulations, 
and our suffering, that we still must have faith that God is going to come through for us. He's going to be there for us, comfort us, restore us, repair us. And one thing that stands out to me is that going through all of these troubles and still being able to praise God and give him the highest honor is that we have to have faith because one, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So it's impossible to get where he wants us to be if we don't have faith. Without faith, we can't get where we need to be. Our journey is going to be strenuous. Our journey is going to be long. And our journey is not for ourselves. Our journey is for those out in the world. We are a beacon for Christ. So our pain and our suffering has to be, has to be, realize that it's not for us. It has to be understood that this is to testify and to, to be a testimony of what God can do with our pain and how he can change that suffering into solace. Amen. Right. Amen. And I thought of this as more of a warning of a caution to let us know that troubles are going to come that you you shouldn't doubt that they're coming and that you should just be ready for All them right. to come. Mm. And so, but also that relief, he gives us that relief that, okay, every time that they come, that God will deliver us from them. And so there's like a, a seesaw uh, in this and saying like, yes, they will come, but you have somebody to help you through that can restore you when they do come. Amen. And so y'all, if we had to give this today's topic a title, it would be coping and living with the realities of life. Psalms 34 and 17 says, the Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. He rescues them from all of their troubles. And verse 18 says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. Verse 19, the righteous person faces many troubles, but the Lord comes to the rescue each time. And we're going to walk through these verses all three of them just interjecting what they they mean to us and how we use them in our everyday life. So we pray that whatever we says that these words will impact you and encourage you along your Christian journey during your your times of need in the times of trials and troubles. God God res rescues us and he repairs us. Losing as much family as we have each time we've had to learn to cope over and over again because the dynamic of losing different people is going to be different. You have a different relationship with your grandmother versus your aunt versus your sister. Losing my sister Nisha last year was the hardest loss you know, thus far, it was something that I never imagined. This is my baby, you know, my first sister, the first friend that I had. So the only thing that could comfort me was God. No, my mama couldn't comfort me, no matter how many hugs we got, 
no matter how many cards we receive, phone calls, texts, words of encouragement, those I needed God's comfort. I Amen. needed God to put that blanket over me and weigh me down so that I could have peace. Mm-hmm. And that was the only thing that I could could use to cope. Yes. And, you know, you can't do it by yourself. You have to call on God for help. And I would piggyback off of that. And what really stuck out to me is it says that Lord hears his people when they call when they call to him for help. And we have to be able to be black and white and know that we have to just be totally transparent with God to know how to ask for help. Like we have to just say, Lord, I'm in pain. Lord, there's a void. Lord, I just need your help. I need your guidance so he can be able to heal us so he can be able to deliver us. And God had already he already he tells us that we can find refuge in his arms. So he gives us that confirmation verse after verse. Like I'm with you when, whenever you need me, I am with you, but you have to be able to come to me and let me know, you know? And a lot of times we try to hide our feelings and it's just like, we're not going to be able to be healed. We're not going to be able to be delivered. We're not going to even be able to be fulfilled if we don't come to him and be transparent with him and be like, Lord, it's me standing in the need. Like, so we have to just be blunt. We have to just get to the point and just say, Lord, I need your help and cry out to him because that's, that's how we're going to be able to cope. That, that is the healthy coping. A lot of us, I know, especially me, I don't like to, I don't like to talk about, about things I don't like to I just like to keep to myself I don't like talking about my emotions but I know that I I, to people but I know I can go to God and I know I can talk to him and be like Lord I need you to mend my broken pieces and so that that honest that being honest with God and letting him know like Lord I need you and nobody else and nothing else can do this but you and when you think about this and as both of those ladies were saying, First Peter five and seven, six and seven says, "Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that He may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon Him, for He cares for you." Because you have to know where David was. He was in a cave. He had been running from Saul. He had to act crazy, and he was he was desperate. And when you're desperate, you 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 get ugly with God. You cry out to him, man, woman, boy, or girl, because that's when God hears you. As long as you think you can do it on your own, God gonna keep he gonna keep his hands off of you. And with this scripture, it says all of your troubles, the ones you start, the ones that somebody else start, and we know the enemy is always starting trouble. But it God didn't put a, well, you messed up. I ain't going to help you out of that. He said, out of all your trouble. And it says, you got to be his child. He said, his people, when they call him for help. So until you belong to him, he can't help you. And then if you want to be rescued, you better get to know him because your troubles are coming. And they come quick and fast and quick and fast and quick and fast. 
all over again. So God hears his people. He delivers them, but you got to cast it on him. You got to humble yourself and say, Lord, I should have came to you in the first place. Can't nobody help me but you. Nobody but you. Right. And verses 18 says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and he rescues those whose spirits are crushed. And as you see, like we, the brokenhearted think when we think about the brokenhearted, we think about someone, I, I picture someone that's crying, that's sad. And a lot of people, when someone's crying, they try to give them a hug, you know, try to comfort him. And that's what we should think of God as, as, as a comforter. And, so, and he says that he will send us a comforter because troubles and tribulations and suffering will come. And so we can rest in, in his word and in his promise that, hey, I will send this to you because I know you're going to need it. And it says he rescues those whose spirits are crushed. Sometimes we are down. Sometimes we 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 don't know what else to do. Sometimes we are at our lowest. Sometimes the only way that we can look is up because we are so low in our spirits that we can we we can't do anything but just sit there. And so when we are broken and when we are low in our spirit, God lifts us. And that's that's that relief that even though I'm going through that God continues day after day, hour after hour, moment after moment to 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 deliver us, to rescue us and to comfort us. And so we don't have to worry about him, him leaving or for, or forsaking us because it says that he will never do that. He is right there. So anytime that you need him, he is right there. And so yes, if you Lord. need to cry, cry to him. If yes, you, if Lord. you need to mope, mope to him, it's okay. God does not expect us to be strong all the time. He told us that he is our strength and that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So we're not meant to be strong. He is, he is our fort, our, our fortress. He, right. he is the person that we can, when we cannot walk, that he carries us. Yes. And so we don't have to worry about being strong. We don't have to worry about being this perfect Christian all the time. It's okay to admit that we're broken. It's okay to admit that we're not having a good day because we, we, we are walking in the strength of God. So that is okay for us. That's okay for us to do that because we know that God is the one that is keeping us. Amen. Amen. Right. And I, when I think of, it says he is close. When Mm -hmm. I think of someone close to me, I feel their warmth. Like they're so close to me that I can feel that their presence, even if I, if I can't see them. I can feel them. I can, and, and God, He's so close to us that when we're down and our, our we're broken, and we're we got our head down, we're not even looking up. We're just so low that we just got our head down, and we feel that warmth. We feel His presence. We know that we're not by ourselves. And there are many months, you know, we've been broken and broken again throughout the years with our family. So much loss. And sometimes, you know, we we feel detached and we feel alone. And I feel like this these are the times when it's really important to have Christian fellowship as well, because sometimes we need an intercessor to help reach out 
between us and Jesus because we're so low Mm -hmm. and detached and we sometimes we need a reminder that God is gonna he promised to provide for us in our painful times so some you got to surround yourself with people who are going to be noticed okay this person is that like Taisha said people notice right each other's feelings so if you're surrounding yourself with people that are going to notice that you're in a spiritual warfare and you're broken and that you might need help and God sends people into our lives to help us get there. That's right. I know that some of my friends, they've encouraged me a lot, even though I didn't even expect it. I didn't even know that they knew that I was suffering on the on the inside, they were visibly able to see it on the outside. Mm-hmm. And so it's really important to have Christian fellowship as well because sometimes we need that extra hand pushing us towards God or pulling us towards God and reminding us of God's promises. Right. Amen. And when you talk about close, there's so many scriptures that remind us how close God is. Psalms 145 and 18 says, the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He's that close. He knows that pain we feel. And and even before the pain's there, he's already there because he knows that if I don't get close to him before the pain actually starts. Have you noticed sometimes in your life how close God is? You're like, God, man, you just really close to me and I just feel your presence. That's because he knows what's about to occur. And when you think of something broken, think of about a bird when his wing is broken. He can't do nothing. He can't fly. He can't soar. He can't. He just flop around on the ground, praying and hoping that there's a healing come. Think about that dog. You know when his leg broken, how he limps and limps. He can't keep up with the rest, and you know his his struggle is real. And when you think about that woman or that man with a broken heart, you they just seem to carry this burden of of weariness and tiredness. This is a type of people that God is close to. And when you ha- you are a person and you you have these broken dreams, God is near to you because that can that we crush when our spirits is crushed, ain't nothing coming in and ain't nothing going out. And God himself has to come and rescue us. That's why he's close. That's why he says that you have to be close to me. You have to draw nigh to me as I draw nigh to you. That's when you know that he is close and close and closer and going into verse 19 the righteous person faces many troubles but the lord comes to the rescue each time we're going to face many troubles and i i find a lot of christians even myself at times we question lord i'm doing everything right I'm I'm going to church, I'm praying every day, I'm reading my Bible, I'm studying the word, I'm living the life that you want me to live, but I keep having all these troubles, I keep having all these sufferings. I've even found myself saying, no matter how much I do, it don't never seem to go right. But we we're gonna be troubled. This is what is it literally say that we're gonna be troubled. Mm-hmm. So what we what we have to have in that time of troubles is peace. Yes. We can still have peace yes. because 
we're going to suffer for Christ because Christ suffered. That is a part of being a Christian. Everything that he went through, we're going to go through. And, um, you know, we got to understand that it's not just our suffering is not just for us. Like I've said many times, the testimony that you're going to be able to deliver to others, it won't be taken for granted. So don't be discouraged, but encouraged um, that the work that you're doing and the suffering that you endure will reap great rewards. It will pay off. It'll be worth it. And in the end, you will have that peace and you will have that stronger faith mm-hmm. and you and the more you go through you'll have even more endurance yeah. and that's what this christian journey is all about right right and it says the righteous person but we all know that jesus was without sin and he suffered yeah so how are we expect not to go <laughs> through something and god was jesus was without sin yeah and we we was born into sin yes. <laughs> but and like Shell said, that it's even though we're going through, it's that internal peace. Like, yeah. okay, Lord, I know what your word says. Because since we say that we study his word and that we're going to church and that we are doing everything, right, we should know that we should have that that confirmation and we should know like, okay, the Lord said that this is going to come, but he also said that he is going to rescue me. Mm -hmm. And so we should think about it in a positive way. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, what's next? Because I already know that God said, okay. And he is going to do because he is the great I am. So what we have to remember is that it's never about us in the first place. It's always about God's perfect purpose for our life to reach somebody else because we are supposed to be servants in the first place. And so like my mom talked about on Sunday when she pleaded, she talked about going back to servinghood. We have to remember that this is all part of us being a servant. We cannot cannot get selfish and we, like Shell said, we always talking about, Lord, I don't do anything wrong. Lord, why is this why me why me why not you i have i have prepared you yeah you have been studying my word you every day you are you are growing in me so why not you why would you want somebody that is in a dark place that doesn't know me to go through something they don't have anything to fall back on so we have to remember that it's never about us. That it's all it's all about drawing God's people. It's all about drawing the people to God's kingdom. It's never about us. So we have to get back to servinghood and know that, yeah, we are going to go through. Yeah, God is going to rescue us. And it's all about God's purpose for our lives. And that is to draw people to him. Hallelujah. And that goes with John 16 and 33. The words of Jesus said, I have told you these things so that you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart for I have overcome the world. Now that sounds like you're going to have trouble. And that sounds like Jesus is going to rescue us. So the word has been spoken. And just like when you go to that first verse in Psalms 34, when it talks about, I will have a continual praise. So if you praise him while things are going well, you can praise him when you're in your trouble, when your heart has been broken, when your spirit is in crush, when you're going through trial and trouble and trial and trouble, you can know 
that the Lord will rescue you in all your troubles. Just like David, he was running, he was in a cave, he had to play crazy, but he still had a praise. He still could give God all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. My sisters and brothers, we can't give up on God. We have to cope and we have to live with the realities of life. TV shows, yeah, there's a lot of realities, but we got to deal with our own reality. Death is going to come. I don't know. It, it may come to me, my husband, another child. It's going to come. We're going to lose jobs. We're going to be, we're going to, our health is going to fail. There's so many things that are going to have. Trouble will come. But guess what the song says? I'm so glad that trouble don't last always. It's not going to last. We're going to go to heaven. This going to be over. Hey, and we're going to praise God every day and every night. He says no more tears, no more sorrows, no more death, and no more pain. But you got to trust him. It goes back to the end of the scripture, 34. The Lord redeemed the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. Proverbs 3 and 5, trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not to all with lean not to thy own understanding, and in all thy ways acknowledge him. So when you read verses 7 through 19, you gotta have some trust. You show sure enough got to trust him. You got to praise him. And you just you just got to keep sharing, keep moving. Don't quit because God is not done with you yet. This is how we have coped through the loss of losing my, my daughter, my mother, my sister, my mother-in-law, my brother-in-law, and my nephew. This is how we've coped with dealing with the, the trials and tribulations that this family has been dealing with year after year, and it seems month after month. But we know that we have God with us. He is our strength, he is our joy, and he is our peace. I hope y'all have enjoyed this podcast. I want to thank Tara Alicia and Taisha for standing with me today to encourage you to, to encourage one another and to encourage their mother. This has been a great podcast. And next week, we're going to continue to dive into this word because I'm still, we're still trying to figure out who you are in God. And who you are to God. Because I want you to be so confident in this Christian walk, like I said, that you won't be able to stand yourself. I want you to feel good about who you are in Christ. Please study Isaiah 43, verses 1 through 5. I'm going to give out those three gift cards, $25, Amazon, Walmart, and Visa. I might have a couple surprises in there. Continue to give me those reviews. Please share this word. Please tell it, give it. Let them know they can find me on Google, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Google me, Touched by Mercy and Living on Grace. Thank you for joining this podcast. There will be a new episode uploaded every Thursday starting at 6 a.m. 
And remember, my sisters and brothers, it takes grace to make it. Thank you. Bye. We love you. Bye. Bye.